Welcome back to Eventide Radio. This is a fan-made Destiny podcast where we have roundtable discussions about a variety of different topics concerning the popular video game franchise. At its core, this show is about having in-depth discussions about the game from a variety of different perspectives. I'm your host, Scotty, with me are co-hosts Rob and Mapador, and today we're talking about the new Final Shape reveal, and we're going to touch on a little bit about the new season, Season of the Witch. But first things first, Rob, what have you been up to this week in Destiny? This week, Iron Banner is going on, so, you know, Iron iron Bananaing it up. I don't think that's a term, but I'm making it one. And uh, continuing the quest of running Crota's End until my brain hurts uh, because it's the new raid and there's new loot to be had and uh, spoils of conquest to farm and potentially uh, Oversoul drops for getting that sweet, sweet uh, Necrochasm. So, um, yeah, just just been raiding a lot. What about you, Map? What have you been up to this week? I did the intro to the, <laughs> this season. Um, and yeah, I've been busy with work and procrastinating doing it. Um, yeah, I have not had time and I'm going to make time. And the people I've played Destiny with have been very uh, upset that I haven't been on. I've had some some pleas and some scratches at the door. Um, but yeah, I do. I am from playing you know the intro parts and the intro quests and the story so far and you know what i've heard um it's looking like a good season um which i have yet to proper sink my teeth into so definitely i was intrigued because you know the initial trailer the the teaser that came out like three months ago where it's like revealed that kate's going to be coming back in some capacity they didn't they didn't really divulge too much into what his role is going to be like it's not like oh Cade's back and he's going to be back in the tower like everything they showed it kind of shows like he's there inside the traveler in this really kind of neat locale that seems like it's got quite a few different kind of terrains like it's not just going to be open fields but there's some like snowy area and some weird kind of mountainous type terrain so just locale wise i'm totally intrigued and then they showed like the 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 original d1 tower is going to be there but it's like all overgrown and kind of like how it exists as like a fragment of our memory or something not quite clear but uh initial reaction is like super cool and i will be the first to admit that i was a shill and actually <laughs> pre-ordered the collector's edition which has a cool little mini replica like model of the tower um with like glowing lights and and uh i've so i've never gotten any of the collector's edition at all from like the entire 10 year span and this one actually looked super cool to me so i i caved and pre-ordered it like during the stream um <laughs> and i am a victim of capitalism and it worked like a friggin charm uh but it, it I'm I'm excited about the the final shape. Just location alone, like I was never Lightfall never really jumped out at me as like this cool bustling metropolitan city. Like that felt. I mean, we've kind of talked about this before. Like it felt so undestiny to me that I was like not excited for it. And uh, mm-hmm. this this has kind of that 
feels like it's a little more steering in the right direction of like this weird like alien planet so to speak and it it feels very much more destiny so uh very excited about what they've shown so far uh and and by the way just so we're all clear the the new supers are called uh twilight arsenal that's the the titan axe didn't they change yeah they did uh this is this is currently what's on the final shape page on the bungee website and then storm's edge is the hunter's thing and then song of flame is for the warlock so just for what it's worth but uh yeah really excited i i like the axe it's 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 different in some respect you know it's not just a punch right I don't mind the punchy stuff though. I'm, I'm like, I mean, when you boot up Destiny for the first time, it literally just talks about Titans punching right. things. I'm pretty sure. So I'm not someone who's like, oh, they just reskin Strike. I don't really care. Um, like, yeah, that's it, that's a given. Of course, they're going to be punching stuff. <laughs> that's just typical. Um, so, it, but it is nice to have some variety, obviously. Um, but the, I think for me, the Hunter one is probably the most interesting. It's probably something that I will run on Hunter, maybe if it's better than Golden Gun, because that's probably my favorite super in the right. game. So to, to answer your question then regarding Warlocks, I know there was like, there's already been some stuff and people are like, well, this is all well and good, but well exists. So we're not <laughs> like, and, and, you know, when we go into the Crota's End dive, we can talk about this also how like critical they've seemingly made that super for that raid and to the point where it's like most teams are stacking like three or four well locks just to kind of have like consistency with with damage phases and things like that so yeah. uh you know they they did kind of talk about how you're you're basically your abilities are just going to be up the entire time you're using your super which was ultimately the the point of radiance like i I did run self-res once in a while in like Nightfalls and where it was relevant. But if you actually run Radiance in D1, like you do slay out because you're just constantly chucking nades and you're just like a melee slapping machine. Like that was, I actually enjoyed using that in PvP like as, as an offensive super and not just something you did when you got killed in an unfavorable gunfight. So I'm I'm excited to to have it come back and and if it is kind of the the flame death machine that they're proposing I'm excited about it uh, but I do agree that we have a a well of radiance problem in the game but it's also like if you if you are trying to you know I've I've never really played World of Warcraft but I always kind of had the feeling that there's certain classes that are required in raids to be the way they are because they are the yeah. quote unquote support class and it's like that's what the if you're if you're signing up to play as a warlock like that's what you are signing up to do is being the guy to throw down wells and heal people i mean it's more of a support it class is. in some ways than well than you know like that new super is more support than well in in a sense that's as true because well. you make everyone yeah <laughs> well, you make well. everyone radiant um, and so and and yeah and and you know you think about how radiance was in d1 but you didn't have ignitions then right. and things like that and so that's going to be that's going to be really interesting, yeah. and I, if I like playing support, sometimes I I like running around with Lumina sometimes in PvP. That's quite yeah. fun. Um, but I think people also, oh, I mean, well, is definitely a problem in some ways and in not. But people need to stop going. Oh, well, am I going to use that over well? It's like, yeah, but you're not t- going into a strike and using well, exactly. you know, you're not using well of radiance because that's just right. boring. Um, and I'm not complaining that. 
you know, the new Titan Super isn't a missile that's going to just annihilate the boss and do a shit ton of D, uh, DPS. Right. You know, you've got to have different uses. And they're all sort of, well, the Hunter isn't, but both of them are in an, another support super in a right. sense that, you know, you do damage and then people can pick up your axes and go kill and slay out. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, people need to stop looking at the lens of, right, this super's for DPS only. Exactly, exactly. Like, because that's just yeah, boring. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. Because, like, you say you very rarely touch uh, Void. Like, I, if I can, I'm running Void on Warlock whenever possible because I like sort of being like the grenade chucking machine that yeah. it is. And, and you're absolutely right. In like 90% of content, you can play other supers and other classes and do all these other things. It's like, yeah. raids are meant to be hyper specialized and and certain types of crucible are meant to be hyper specialized and and gms are meant to be like you have a specific loadout like gms are not designed that you can just run anything at least in my opinion like i i, I think it's naive to think that like gms are meant to be difficult raids are meant to be difficult especially like master raids where you do need to coordinate yeah. what the team composition needs to be for optimal DPS, but it doesn't, it's not like every class is meant to fill every edge case. Obviously there's like the sweat Lords that can do anything with any class, but I think for the average player, like well is there if you're struggling and need it, but it's not required for every activity. Like you said, like strikes and, and gambit and typical PVP. Like I'm, I'm excited to see how song of flame does in, in just typical six V six control. Like I think it'll be a badass super and I'm excited to use it there. So, I mean the hunter ones, oh shit. the hunter one is definitely for PVP and I, and I think they kind of needed it. I know hunters are like, Oh, it's a PVP class. Most of their supers are kind of bad. Um, <laughs> Silence and Squall is bad for PvP. Um, Blade Rage is bad for PvP. Um, Golden Gun is fun, but it's not that good. Um, like you can easily outrun a Golden Gun and just hide. It's not great. It's more for sixes. A tether is bad. Um, what else is there? What else am I forgetting? Oh, um, Strand is good. I think that's. Uh, that's the only very good PvP super that Hunters oh, have. The- I think the rest are all kind of... Yeah. I'd say that's okay. Hit detection and that. I mean, Spectral Blade is... In yeah, I was going to say, Spectral Blade is like but, in a weird spot where it's like never... But when I, whenever I go into like Trials or something or Comp and I'm on my Hunter, which is rare, but I love Golden Gun, but it's just not viable in those game modes. Um and I don't really know what else to run. I run Arc Strider because I don't really know what else, but I feel like I will run that new super a lot more just because of how it is. <laughs> the other thing we have to touch on here is the new enemy types that they revealed. The, uh, the, the oh, yes. cousins. Ah, yes, the subjugators. I mean, it's very, it's very fitting, and I think it's cool that, you know, everyone's like, oh, we love this raid boss. It's very cool how he presents himself. And they've gone, cool, we'll make him into... You know, sort of a, a a captain enemy. I think that's that's good there. People go, oh, it's a reskin. It's like, no, they listened to your feedback that you enjoyed the enemy, right. so they've made an en- him more common right. to fight. That's cool. You know. You well, know. And that was that um, was another thing too, where people because so I'm kind of pulling this. I don't have the exact article, and maybe I'll I'll try to find it as we're talking. Is Joe Blackburn? I think did some interview recently, like post the the reveal of Lightfall or Final Shape. And someone was asking him about like new enemies 
And he said, like, look, we can make a new enemy group, but it's just going to be another, like, dreg and then another type of knight. And, you know, it's like, and and, yeah. and they're going to have the same amount of health and, and crit bars. It's like, what we need to be doing is making new enemy types that are more intriguing to fight with. And that's when he talked about, like, he gave the example of, like, the yeah. wyverns coming out and then the, uh, the tormentors. I and, like, you have to... You completely change how you engage with them. But if you have another, if you just have a new enemy type that has a red bar, right? You there's like the peon, and then the 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 acolyte level and the high the knight level, and it's just like you're just gonna fight them oh, the same on. way. Roll, roll back, roll back a second. Did you call it a scion a peon? No, you know, like you know, you have your your yes. Well, like not necessarily not not the scion, no, but I mean like no, you know, you have your your no. low level red bar ranking enemies, and I'm just I'm just kind of throwing out examples. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You, I did uh, Leviathan raid once, okay. and we did it with this guy who I don't think he'd done raids very much before. It was very interesting raid it sticks very fondly in my head nothing stands out except from this one particular guy it was me and my friend doing it on lfg and he was calling scions pissons. that's awesome and 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 that was very funny and the best thing was you know a bit of a tangent but do you remember in uh, the callus room if before you the first set of people get teleported in or everyone gets teleported in um, you leave the scions that spawn in you yes. know in the bubbles you leave that first set you don't punch mm-hmm. any of them well, this guy couldn't help himself and was punching them. And every time we go, I think he was called Butters or something, we go, Butters, stop punching the Scions. We were just calling him yeah. Pissons at that point as well. Um, and he and he and we kept every time, every time we'd wipe, every time, can you stop punching the Scions? Stop punching the Scions. And he goes, but I, I just can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the mo- he was a tight. Oh, there's well, your answer. Yeah, yeah. He was, it, and and yeah, but it was very funny, and it was like the most. That was like lore accurate, you know, like community accurate yeah. Titan. Of, oh, I just can't help myself but punch them. But he was, they were just calling them pissing. Right. Sorry. That a little bit of a no, that's fine. Um, but yeah, no, no but yes, yeah, so- I, I agree though with the enemies though, that like, yeah, that it kind of happened with the score. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The, 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 like you said, Scotty, there's like the hierarchy, there's the red bars and the orange bars and the, then there's variations on each of those. And it's just like, but they fundamentally, they're the same thing. Whereas if you have, yeah, this, in like you said, he gave the example of the wyvern um, from Beyond Light, but but the tormentors now, and then the subjugators, which like completely forces you to change how you fight in the encounter. I think that's, I think that's an interesting point that he's making, where it's just like ultimately everything's just going to feel like a rescare. Uh, it's just a skin change of these enemies and and i i would say that yeah. the scorn did have some innovation with like the uh what are the guys that carry the lanterns that have no heads the chieftain yeah. oh, oh, um, oh um, i'm blanking on their name I, i'm okay with them saying hey this is what we have in terms of enemies for now i agree that maybe if depending on how the kind of the direction of the game changes post final shape and and then the subsequent seasons that come out which we'll talk about shortly um, yeah, it would be cool to get new enemies, but for now, I, I think the rationale for sort of like this is what we got, but what can we do to kind of change up the rank and file of these enemies? I is I'm okay with that, and I think if they're done interesting, because I think the tormentors were done in an interesting way in the campaign for Lightfall. 
Um, And they they certainly there was those moments where anytime one of them appeared, like immediately I was like stressed out because it's like great, you know, and it's like (laughs) and that's and that's exactly how they should be. And that's that's what I'm hoping we'll get with this, where they're just going to be spamming abilities and, and forcing you to just not brute force your way through the campaign and actually like try to do things a little differently. So I'm all for it. Funny story with, with with that was when I was doing the Lightfall legendary thing on day one, I did it on my Warlock so I could, you know, get everyone, it would be the first one to light level and then so my Titan would be the highest um, by the end. Um, and I was at the Callus fight and I the stuff I had infused to the highest gear, I didn't have anything else. It was just the guns I had that were the highest and then everything else was the base power before and i was running two uh, gls i had um a blinding geo on and parasite and a hand cannon and that was when hand cannons were especially right. bad and i'm trying to fight tormentors in the callous fight with a blinding gl and um parasite which is not very good against them so they were yeah tough for like just like the loadout i had was just not good for dealing with them and i like yeah. that yeah Another thing they revealed is that they're moving away from the typical seasonal model and they're going with this new thing called episodes. But uh, reading kind of what they've outlined so far kind of sounds like um, kind of sounds like the normal seasonal model with north with 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 more steps. No. Yeah. Well, but they but they said ultimately right. It's it will give them an opportunity because there's larger spacing between each one. That like I get the feeling like thematically those those acts will be very in line with each other and probably probably more than what we're getting now in terms of like how the story progresses throughout the season but ultimately like because they were also kind of explaining i think post the 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 reveal during kind of the interview that they did that it will be an opportunity like because they're not going to feel as forced to get out as many seasons that it will give them an opportunity to kind of have richer storytelling and and more things within each of those seasons. So it, it definitely kind of felt like a, hey, we're going to pull back from the expansion plus four seasons to expansion and three seasons. And if you look at the the time on each of them, right, it's like four months instead of three months between each. So, Well, they were quite um, shy on giving us information on if we were getting another annual expansion next year. Well, you know, the year after right. the final shape. Um, they avoided that Absolutely. question. Now I'm wondering if we're going to get a break. If we'll have the episodes, there won't be a big expansion. We'll just get another set of episodes, and then we'll get another expansion. So there'll be like a whole year gap, um, and then <gasps> and then maybe they'll do that from now on, and they'll do you know expansion two years, and then big expansion, just have episodes in between, and then they can actually make a bigger expansion, you know, a forsaken-sized one, instead of just, you know, like, what they've been doing. I mean, we don't know the size of the final shape yet, but I imagine it's similar size, maybe slightly bigger to life. So, um, I think there's the... There's the naive part of me that kind of thinks that's maybe what's happening. I think the cynical side of me is they like getting a hundred <laughs> bucks a year from each of us and that they're yes. not, they, I don't think they can, they can still ask for that. I, though, can't they? I mean, not a hundred episodes. I, I, well, it, I think it, 
This is a trial, obviously, so maybe it depends on how expansive, pun intended, the 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 three episodes are. And if combined, they mm. feel like an expansion's worth of content, then yeah, maybe. But I I think that you know until until marathon and then whatever that new IP that they announced on on their Twitter are solid and actually bringing in right because there's not there's not pre-orders out for marathon or anything yet so this is the only engine that's still generating revenue for them and i think if they were to take a year off from a major expansion that's a huge revenue hit um and i i i I, I just i don't think they're going to take a year off i think we're going to get an expansion but after but that's what i mean though isn't isn't um the game they said at one point one of their games, if it's the new IP or if it's Marathon, is coming out in 2025. So that's the year after. So the you final think they're going to try to down downsell Destiny so that everyone jumps on the Marathon train? Um, I, I don't think it's a down. I don't, I think that is a coincidence. I don't think they've planned to go. Oh well, we'll announce you know Marathon or the other game, and you know we'll release them that year, and we won't do anything for Destiny that big. So it'll folks, I don't think they've done that because they're different audiences. Right. I imagine. I mean, there's going to be a, a fair amount of people who have played Destiny are then going to try Marathon. They're not stupid. I know people like to think that, and they're like, "Haha, we'll dump Destiny and we'll make money off this other thing." It's like, no, Destiny is their current. Right. And at the minute, only money maker. Yeah. They haven't got anything else. They're not bringing in any right. more money. Well, and I don't... No, they didn't... Sorry, keep going. No, 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 no Sorry, keep going. Yeah. I was going to say, the money that Sony, you know, bought Bungie for, essentially, that doesn't go into the game. That goes into the, you know, like the execs <laughs> right. and the people who own the stock, you know. That's not how it works. That's a complete misconception of that as well. You know, they didn't get... Suddenly, how much did they get bought for three billion dollars worth? Aha, you know, and they're not going to dump Destiny. That's not happening. That's clear. You know, they're not going to do that. It's their main money maker. It makes a lot of money, um, and they'd be dumb to just cut its life. You know, cut its life and just go ha marathon or matter or whatever the other game is. But I do think they might slow down on the expansion stuff because people. You know, some I imagine that they've had that feedback. There are people who say that, why don't you just wait longer, you know, and um, and I could see them doing that. Yeah, I, well, and I, so I fundamentally agree with you. I don't think, so they're not going to drop this game. I mean, this is, this is, I, no. I'd be curious of. I think it's very small minded and kind of like idiot. It like just an idiot if you think oh, that, yeah. they're, that they're like planning behind the scenes like haha we'll drop destiny like they're right. not doing that it makes them money like that's the end goal it's right. a business they make money yeah well and and i would uh, exactly and i i would actually be curious at this point if you were to i know to adjust for inflation and blah 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 and i'd be curious to see how much i'm assuming at this point destiny has made them more money than the halo franchise did um, so, you know, so it's like, obviously, this has been their most successful IP of all time. They're not going to just stop yeah. because they feel thematically like the story is done. I mean, ultimately, that's what they did for Halo, though, right? Like, Reach came out. Well, and- Destiny. Sorry, go for it. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, Destiny made them enough money that they could be a solo right. company. 
they were not win under Halo, and most of the money probably went right. to Microsoft. So, you, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, so I, you know, they they could do that because wasn't it in the the credits of Halo Reach, where I think even Luke Smith in the credits is like, "Hey, we're really glad you guys have enjoyed the franchise. We're done." Uh, you know, and they, they could, they could do that, right? They could wake up one day and just be like, you know, we've told the story we wanted to tell and we're moving on to other things. Cause ultimately that's what they did with Halo. They, they made a decision to move on to an IP, something else. And they, you know, they, they've said that they're not stopping the, the destiny train after final shape, right? They, even during the reveal, they had like a little trailer. That's like, we've got stories to tell for years. Like we're not going anywhere. This is making so much money for them. Like, I, I don't and I don't think they'd go through the effort to cast Keith David and and you know kind of set up no. the long term plan for him. No, they're not. If they're they not were just going to dump him after one expansion, I cannot imagine that that was like the goal in mind. So I think I think we're going to get it for a while. I do think that we're going to get an expansion the year after Final Shape um, because I I think fundamentally they've been they've been on this cycle now for. 10 years where every year we buy mm. a new expansion and it's been slowly going up in price every year. And we've been slowly, it, it <laughs> you know, accepting that price increase. And, and I don't think they're going to skip a year where we're not paying a hundred bucks, at least for that year's worth of content. Like I, I would be shocked if they're like, no. Hey, we're only going to do three episodes and it's going to cost you 50 bucks instead of the hundred bucks. I think they want that extra 50 from all of us. And that's and that's totally fine, right? It's a capitalist, it's a business. They they're, yeah, they're yeah. in it to make money, and I don't fault them at all for that. I just I feel like Joe Blackburn should come out on one of the reveals and go, "Look, guys!" Like when people are worried about Destiny, or she just go on Twitter and go, "Look, guys, this game's making right. us lots of money. We're not dumping right. it." Like that'd be awful. But I, I know I feel like kind of needs to. Well, say that's like that. you know everyone always kind of gets mad at that classic during Taken King when uh, Luke Smith Smith said you'll throw money at the screen or whatever and like everyone got super upset about that yeah. it's just like yeah but it's true like all of all it of happened. you did it, it literally I, and I'm not I, I'm not offended when companies say like and, and when you look at the end result of what the Taken King was it's like yeah we all threw our money at the screen on that because it was it was worth it, yeah. and and if Joe Blackburn came out and said something like that, where it's like you'll be you'll be dishing out dollars for decades, you know, if he made some joke like that, I think that, that was the most excited I've been for yeah. anything, like any like game stuff. I think ever yeah. is probably that. Yeah, King. so I, you know, I don't think this is going anywhere anytime soon. You might be right; they may take a year mm-hmm. off. I just think that they enjoy getting that hundred bucks from all of us every year. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I just think it was weird that they were quite... I mean, it would be weird if they revealed sure. what it would be. Because then it would be something that's completely unrelated to what's right. going on now. And they they may not and that they may just, not have the big baddie uh-huh. in mind yet, right? Like, they, they might still be working on what the next arc is, right? They probably don't want to commit to a 10-year, like, saga again. But they certainly probably be three or right. four years I, like exactly this. like i think it'll be something much more contained um but they're probably working on what that arc is and they probably don't want to 
reveal anything too prematurely and then have it, you know, like we're looking at stuff here. They've already changed the name of the super three times, right? Like stuff is subject to change and this yeah. is way, way closer than whatever the next expansion is. So they probably want to they want to be confident and, and make sure that the story that they're setting up ultimately is something that can go for the next four or five years, right? Like and and because yeah. there's all these people that have like as soon as final shape is done i'm out you know and like they 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 probably are afraid that they're gonna get the what i call like the hbo effect where it's like as soon as game of thrones ended and it sucked like and i was one of those like i ended my subscription for hbo that night um and, <laughs> and they they don't want that mass exodus of people they want to be able to show something no. so they'll, they'll right it'll probably be the final shape comes out and then it'll be another three months and then we're gonna get that little teaser just like we did for final shape yeah. of like something big and important is is going to be relevant and and you know bill nye is going to walk on screen and you know the the speaker is going to be back or something and it's like oh there goes the hype train again and and <laughs> shell out your wallet so um and i'm totally okay with all of that right like if if the story continues to be good then i think it's all justified yeah, I do not want to see someone come in and take over Destiny, but right. by the sounds of it, and I kind of believe Joe Blackburn when he says this, he's like, Destiny's made by people who are fans of Destiny, and right. like the like at the minute, if, if Bungie are hiring for people who work, obviously everyone needs a job, but a lot of the people who are going to be going to work for them are going to be fans of Destiny. Right. You know, you're not going to get a Halo fan turn up or like a a Dark Souls fan turn up at Bungie and like be sad because they're working on Destiny. No, they're going there right. to work on Destiny most of the time. Right. So I I think it's in capable hands. I <laughs> oh the amount of community members who probably just want to I don't know kill me for saying that. But yeah, I I do think the game's in capable hands. I wish there was maybe in a sense a slightly bigger budget and a bigger team. Right. Um, but I I. Yeah, but I, I I don't have doubts on their storytelling, which I think is the main thing. I hope that we don't have a mass exodus of of players in the future. I can see yeah. that happening, but I hope it doesn't. Well, I think I think it it might happen for a while, right? There's probably people that have just pre ordered yeah. Final Shape and they're not going to be doing the episodes, and then they're kind of in that. Well, let's see what they come out with next, and and. You know, there's there's no reason you can't pre-order it or order it after the fact it comes out and people are like, yeah, yeah. What, what story they continue to tell is pretty awesome. And then you're right sucked back into the the, the machine and that's yeah. that's how these things go, you know. It's like, but I I think we just have to kind of wait and see what's going on. I, I do agree that it, you know, Joe himself seems like he's a huge fan of the game and the fact that he's yeah. going to be streaming well, makes he me left excited Bungie, didn't he and then he, he came did back. for a while yeah so he came, like he would clearly must have been a fan if he you know it'd be a bit weird if he left and then came back yeah and like wasn't a fan like that's just weird you know oh, i don't like working on this anymore i'm gonna leave right and then coming back but he went. He worked for Riot, didn't he, for a bit? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I couldn't remember what the the company was. Because it was yeah, a big was deal right. when he left, and then it was a big deal when he came back as well. So right. I think people forget that as well. They just think he's another name on the chopping block of who we right. dislike this week. I mean, it's like with Luke Smith. He still works on Destiny. He's in charge of the franchise. Right. Um. So he's still pulling strings there. 
Um, so he hasn't gone away. I don't know why people imagine that he's not there anymore. I know, I don't. I'm not saying to people, yeah, go and go and use Luke Smith as your punching bag for a while. But people act as if like he's been slain and he's no longer part of Destiny or whatever. No, he's in a higher position. He right. is in charge of the Destiny franchise, so he tells Joe essentially what he can or cannot do. Right. Um, in some sense. Not putting words in his mouth, but yeah, um, but yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, especially For with sure. other media content. We're probably getting a Destiny show um, at some point in the next, um, yeah, and maybe even a single player game. I hope. <laughs> I, you know, I exi- we were kind of talking about that earlier too, with the whole like yeah. the the. So, oh, that was, did we talk about this or was that before we started recording the whole? It was uh, a bit of both. both. Yeah. So, yeah, one of the things they talked about is the campaign is going to be super linear uh, and it's going to be unlike anything they've done in the past where like, you know, you beat a level and then you've got that patrol space and you can kind of do these side quests before you do another campaign mission. Whereas here, it sounds like there's no patrol space until you complete the campaign. Um, Yeah. And ultimately, the campaign is right now when it releases it will be seven missions um the eighth will not be revealed or accessible until after the campaign is beaten and that's going to be kind of the quote-unquote like cap off if you will to like the witness and and presumably we defeat him and all that fun stuff so we'll have to see how that all kind of ties together with like how it all kind of plays out but they, they you know they did something very similar during forsaken and i think that was pretty cool is after the after the um what is her name? The Riven. After Riven was defeated, and then that mission was opened up, and it was kind of like in the lore. So I'm excited by by all of that. Um, but uh, the the fact that they're trying this kind of linear storytelling, yeah, is that is that a, a mild attempt at doing a single player kind of linear game? Um, yeah. Like I I've always thought it would be cool to get a and this could either be a TV show or a single player game, sort of like a Legends of Destiny kind of where you have these specific points in time where these huge lore events like, you know, like Dredge and Yore and, and kind of telling the whole story of like Thorn and Last Word, like getting that as a single player game seems like that'd be kind of neat. And that would be very cool. Um, or, or during like the early age of like the Iron Lords and and when they were warlords and or fighting the warlords and all that stuff and like or or when the the first or the last city was finally being like put together and all of those kind of players coming together was was a <laughs> neat thing survival too. minecraft yeah exactly the, just the, just the tower there's so many cool or like if we if we got a retelling of the battle of six fronts and you could play as you know defending the last city as part of that where you're like defying shax's orders or whatever you know like any one of those things could be super cool as a storytelling device to, to live yeah. through an experience in either a movie or a TV show or a game. Um, I think it'd be cool. So season of the witch came out the day they revealed the final shape. And uh, basically kind of the story is that Eris, uh, in an effort to combat Ziva wrath, essentially turns herself into a hive God. And we kind of have to, kill stuff and quote-unquote tithe to her to make her more powerful and so it's you know kind of a long time coming honestly this sort of this sort of uh plot development but it all it is pretty cool pretty cool concept um yeah it's it's a it's a neat introduction to the season 
So yeah, so she 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 enacted some ritual because she has a she has the the seasonal artifact. This is like a weird like there's like a part of a worm and a staff and they it's called like the acolyte staff, and we are using it to to kill things in two separate activities and those are contributing to tithes for her. Um, and what it, even in like the in game explanation is like Savathun had all these enemies like in like a cryostasis or something and then that's how they get like summoned and we're just ripping into them so that we can contribute tithes. Well, all of this is in the so so I think what the story starts off by us talking to Amaru and he's like yeah Savathun knew this was eventually going to happen and listened to this recording and she's basically like yeah I'll help you out but you got to take care of Zivu Wrath for me yeah. um, which is like well it's something we were trying to do anyway and I guess Eris Morn kind of viewed that the only way out or the only way to make this possible is if she conducts some kind of ritual where she now turns into a hive god. And it's confirmed that she's a hive god, not just like, oh, she's like partial hive. Like she like Zevo Wrath even like refers to her as like a sister now or something. So, yeah, um, kind of awesome. She can change back and forth uh, because we see her in cutscenes after that cutscene where she has. Yeah, for now. Uh, and obviously she's um, a werehive <laughs> yeah exactly she's a werehive and all the different kind of major parties at play have kind of different opinions like obviously like the drifter and her are, are sweet on each other so he's kind of like hey you know I'll be here for you on the other side um, yeah maybe he is uh, don't keep <clears throat> shame right so uh, but then he's like, he's like hive I got my sword yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was that was terrible. That was awful. I'm, that was I'm awful. glad. No, I'm glad you said it because I was probably <laughs> thinking it eventually. Um, uh, the one I'm the one I'm most intrigued about, and I think there's it's in one of the weapons or armor pieces. Is Elsie uh, um, Bray is like super not okay with this because pissed. yeah, because the whole the whole dark future premonition is like the punchline is that the, the big baddie who actually like enacts all of the evil is Eris more that she becomes like, she's the real witch queen all along. And like, so this is like, we're like one step off of that. And so, so Anna Bray's like kind of freaked out because this was like the one thing that she didn't want to have happen because it's, it runs so close to the dark future where like, Zavala loses his leg and loses the light and the traveler escapes and we have to like turn the traveler into a weapon that we can then like yeah. harvest light from it just to fight back because Eris Morn has taken over the Scarlet Keep like and that's the one where Elsie has to like kill Anna Bray and all that like that's like the worst possible outcome of all of these things where like the witness wins um, and we're like one step closer to that actually becoming the reality with, with Eris Morn turning into a hive god so uh, we're sort of like walking a very tight line right now uh, where everyone's kind of worried that she could change at any point or she really likes his power and then ultimately becomes permanently like a hive god. But she's she claims that she's got the power under control and can kind of go back and forth whenever she needs to. But it's still a little scary. So the main core activity besides altars of summoning, kind of the main, you know, activity of the season is called Savathun Spire. Uh, how are we feeling about that so far? I, I liked the enemy density. Yes. And the running through doors. I know that sounds really weird. The running through the hive doors. 
I, the jumping for, I don't know why I just find that very satisfying. Um, but, but the, but the density is the main thing. That was the problem with salvage and that it was just right. shit. But, <laughs> um, but it was a bit of a boring location, but the enemy density is always good. Like the battlegrounds, they're all, like the enemy density in those always very good, which is fun to annihilate things. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. I think the activity is cool. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. There's like a different like the boss is random because um, I think there's supposed to be a unique boss this week. But I, I've done it quite a few times and have not gotten that variation. And I'm like annoyed that I keep running it. And like there's supposed to be like a different one. And Joe, you know what they should do. And uh, I mean, people are going to hate me for saying this. They need to make like a tarot deck of the cards. Oh, I would love the that. Store. Cause the art is be really s- cool. On yeah. Them. They need, I'm surprised when the season came out and dropped, they made a big deal of the cards. I didn't go on the bungee store and just see the cards, but they definitely need to get on that shit. All right. So it's a bit of a shorter episode, but that's about it for this one. We talked about the final shape. We touched a little bit on season, which we'll talk about it more. Uh, but in our next episode, we're going to talk, a lot more about Crota's end. So be sure to tune into that, and that should be coming out pretty soon. So thank you guys for listening. As always, please, um, if you get a chance, please follow us on Twitter, send us an email, you know, further the discussion. We're always here to chat more. And um, please check us out on Twitch if you want to, you know, watch goofy stuff like Rob playing Pokemon or, you know, us playing Destiny or them helping me clean out my vault, stuff like that. Uh, fun extra stuff on the side but anyways guys thank you again for listening rob map thank you for talking and uh we'll see you guys all next time you can put this voice recording away and go on with your life because you and i both know you'd have me yapping in your ear for the rest of your days want to further the discussion get in touch with us at any of our twitter handles all of which can be found at our podcast description